Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, June the 26th in 2020 on When I Rise. We're in year A, proper week seven in the fourth Sunday after Pentecost here on the Devi- in the Revised Common Lectionary. Excuse me. So today on Fridays, we like to look at the gospel text for the week. And so we're going to finish this big passage that we started last week in Matthew chapter 10. We'll get the last three verses of that passage. So Matthew chapter 10 verses 40 through 42. So I'll read that passage and provide a couple points of reflection and we'll spend some time praying along its theme. Thanks for making this party morning and winter rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Matthew chapter 10 verses 40 through 42. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Anyone who welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and anyone who receives an upright person in the name of an upright person will receive an upright person's reward. Anyone who gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, I'm telling you the truth, they won't go short of their reward. This is the word of God for us. Maybe you've had the opportunity to be a part of a growing business or a growing initiative where the initial group of people, including you, that were responsible for starting and making the thing grow are now crowded by other people who weren't there from the very beginning and they don't know all your inside jokes, they don't know all your stories, they don't know all the effort and the hustle that you've put into building that thing from the ground up and they may not have appreciation for you or for that because of it. I think this is probably something that's going on in this passage. Let's keep in mind if we zoom out from these verses, Jesus it seems to be giving some detail about his disciples on their mission. And so he addresses them about what they should do when they go from place to place. Uh, he warns them about some particular threats that might happen to them from external factors. And so here towards the end, Jesus seems to be addressing uh, something of maybe internal struggles. And I think maybe a governing question for Matthew's community and for the other New Testament communities that we're seeing some exponential growth of new disciples is how do we, how do we sort out um, relating with one another? Because there would have been temptations to make those original, you know, long time serving leaders, first class citizens and all the new folks, second class citizens. Well, to do that would have undermined all that Jesus was doing and creating economies of grace. And so he talks about, you know, if a prophet's among you, if you receive them, some certain instructions. But he also says, don't forsake the young ones. I love this verse 42. Anyone who gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, I'm telling you the truth, they won't go short of their reward. Uh, and so I think Jesus is trying to confront a couple things. Number one, open the table, uh, allow spaces uh, for new people to come among you and to share the common life together. Uh, don't get trapped in comparison and trying to impress people who are, you know, people of notoriety or people who are extremely gifted uh, to where you strain out those who are, you know, the more common among you. And so we, we hear hints of the book of James 
where James is trying to direct traffic about meetings together where you give certain people a seat of prominence, but you tell the poor person to sit here at your feet in a place of degradation. And so ultimately, I think what this passage is, is uh, when we talk about a movement of Jesus, we need to be aware of the external threats. And when you're threatened externally, uh, put your trust in God. God's going to be there with you. God's going to empower you uh, in times of suffering, uh, real suffering, not just uh, romantic suffering, but real suffering. Uh, God's going to be with you. God will sustain you. And then he says, okay, but we can't just talk about the outside. We have to talk about the inside. In the church, where other ills could be laying dormant and catching us off guard and ensnaring us, make sure that you don't rank one another and make sure you don't uh, live for this audience and that, that you scorn this audience. But be sure that there's uh, benevolence and kindness expressed towards one another. Let love abound in all these situations and circumstances. This happens in an array of ways. Uh, inevitably, if we are in the church long enough, we might get to be leaders. And you see these power plays going on. You see people who've been there for a long, long time. And there's like this incentive to try to win their approval, perhaps. Um, and so when a new voice comes around, uh, we might feel compelled to like squash that new voice because we know that uh, some of the long-standing voices in our midst uh, may not like this new initiative. And or, or we might prize the new initiative and we might uh, tear down all that's been built before. And so there, this takes a lot of care. This takes a lot of grace to negotiate it all. And so maybe we, we could have this be uh, our, our governing spirit that we have in trying to create our community. Uh, we just we, we check our own anxieties at the door and we just make this mantra. I want to be the most helpful person I can when I enter this room and I need to name and manage my own internal anxieties so that I don't try to make this group somehow fulfill something that's lacking in my own life so that I can be a servant to all people, which is what Jesus did. Uh, Jesus had so much anxiety. This is clear on the surface of the text. He walks into Jerusalem as he goes from place to place. He understands what's going on, yet Jesus has this laser focus of doing what the fathers asked him to do and to care for those around him. And, um, that governed his ministry. And so may that govern our Christian presence in any environment that we find ourselves in. So I'm going to pray a bold prayer that God allows us to become less so that he can become greater and so that we can be a servant to all. So let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that you have launched economies of grace uh, in every part of the world. I thank you that no matter where a person might find themselves today, there's a good chance that there is a community of Jesus seekers and Jesus followers and those who seek to glorify God. And so, Lord, I thank you that from every tribe, tongue, and language, there will be representation in the new heavens and the new earth. And so I thank you, God, that the Christian message is not a respecter of persons, but you scoop all people into this continual growing movement of those who've been saved by grace through faith. And so God, I thank you today that we have been ushered into, that we've been swept into a great movement of people where it seems like everything's upside down, where the last shall be first. And those who want to be among the best are to be servants of all. And so God, this day we confess to you that we have blinders, that we have preferences, and those things get in our way of walking in grace and being people of love. And so Lord, forgive us 
the ways in which we tend to prize these people over these people. We have a preference for who we like to be around, and we sanitize our life from uh, people who can be tedious at times. God, we thank you that, Jesus, you speak a better word, and you call us to a higher ground. And so, God, that higher ground is to try to be the most helpful presence that we can be in every room that we find ourselves in. So God, uh, help us to manage our internal anxieties because there's still something going on inside of us. Uh, Many layers of things that need to be covered and transformed by your grace. So God, help us to seek healing and health today. Allow us to be then resources of healing and health in the world around us. God, fill us with your spirit. Give us the attitude of Christ, the mind of Christ. And may we give ourselves over to many as servants so that they can seek grace and comfort from you. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.